You're listening to Wet Shaving Talk, powered by Sharpologist.com, where we're dedicated to preserving the skill of classic shaving. I'm your host, Joe Burley, and today is January 17th, 2023. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast on this. I think this is the fourth intro that I've recorded for the podcast because I said 2022. So uh, yes, we are in we are in 2023, two weeks in, and uh, hopefully you're all having a great New Year so far, filled with those New Year's resolutions, wet shaving New Year's resolutions. I have uh, been keeping to mine. I actually have been using a straight razor, so I'm happy to to announce that I've been using my my trusted Dovo, and I've been uh, I honed it up a little bit. I had to because it's been I, I you know. I try to use a straight razor at least once a month, twice a month lately. I now primarily I used to use it so much, and timing now is just. I, I just I guess I'm I'm. I am a statistic now. I mean I'm saying that I don't have enough time to do it, and I used to be the one that said yes, you can make time. Well, I'm finding a way to make time, and honestly, it's not that hard to make an extra ten minutes a day to use a straight razor. So honed up my uh, one of my straights that I used to use a lot has a lot of a lot of shaves on it and I've been enjoying using it but I forgot how fun it is and and uh, how well they shave too you know when they're really honed up really well you know I put it on the on a I actually went the whole honing progression on it I just went on a, on a 1k Norton then I went to the 8 uh, 4 8 and then I went to um finish it off with my dark blue etcher uh, vintage hone too, which came out and gave it a nice little keen edge, stropped it up, and it's, it's shaving very well. So I'm very happy to announce the straight razor is working very well and uh, enjoying those shaves too. I've been using that about 75% of the time for this year so far. So I'm really, really happy about that. So keeping to my New Year's resolution even more so than I thought. Uh, hopefully I can keep to it a little bit longer. One thing I notice when you have uh, children is with the straight razor is you got to be real careful that nobody comes running in the door and starts slamming into you and, um, you know, wanting to play or something like that. Cause that's, you know, a little, it's a little uh, scary when you're holding a open blade to your, to your throat really. And, uh, you have somebody coming in there, you know, uh, running around and bashing into things and throwing things at you and stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, being a little careful with that, I'm doing it early in the morning and making sure that I am uh, secluded. Uh, but on the lighter note, Today on the show, uh, we have a f- quite a few new razors, which is what something that's very very exciting for me. I love looking at new razors and ta- and for some different um, companies coming out with different ideas. Uh, we have the Fatips new dual comb limited edition razor that's been getting some reviews online, so I've been looking at that. That just came out. I think that came out a few months, about a month and a half ago, about right right around Thanksgiving. We've got Wolfman offering some new blade gaps for the WR2 razor. So if you want something a little bit milder, they're offering new gaps and and uh, James over there is doing some new things over there with um with with uh sizing and stuff as well. Uh Goodfill is new razor that has a very unique feature. I'll tell you about that. First time I've ever seen this on a on a safety razor. And then just talking a little bit about mixed hair shaving brushes. Do you have you ever tried a bore mixed with badger shaving brush? I have so have a lot of other guys. They're actually very readily available for if you wanted to do a knot or purchase a brush. I'll tell you my thoughts on it and, and uh, how I feel and what I've been seeing in the forums as well. So without further ado, let's get on with the show. 
All right, guys, before we talk about the new razors that came out, I just wanted to say something about uh, some emails that I received. I received an email, and I'm keeping this a little bit, I'm, I'm going to keep it a little vague. I'm not going to go read it word by word or, or announce a name or anything on it, but about some new, uh, new Year's resolutions. I was really impressed that a lot of guys are going to try. I actually got two emails regarding using shaving creams instead of soaps, something I didn't even think about until I read those emails. So I looked at it and said, uh, one, one gentleman said, I'm going to try, you know, I primarily use soaps. I want to try and use some creams to see if that will really, uh, you know, enhance the shaving experience or, you know, something that I just want to experience. What kind of creams do you recommend? So I had to really think about this one because a couple of creams are out there. I like for cre- shaving creams. I do like art of shaving. I think their creams, like the ones you get in the tub are really good. I think the performance as well. I think True Fit and Hill makes some great uh, some creams as well. I think the big companies all do really uh, good creams. I don't know of too many artisans that do it. I I really have to research this one, but I think um, you know going with a little sampler pack from Art of Shaving is a good way to start. There's also some other creams like Parasso and stuff out there which are good. Parasso is very nice, but it's got that eucalyptus oil and has a lot of menthol in it. So it's a very, it's a, it's a brisk soap if you like, or a brisk uh, cream. It does perform well. I'm just not so keen on the scent anymore. I think it's a little strong for me. Uh, but yeah, if you want to use creams, I think that's a great wet shaving resolution to try to use creams and incorporate more into it. And I think I might actually try that as well. I did receive for Christmas, I got a, some art of shaving products uh, from some relatives um, you know, funny how we talked about getting Christmas presents and I, every year I always get something from art of shaving from, from some relative cause they know that I love wet shaving, but they don't know what to get. And that's the only thing they, they see in the store. So, uh, it is good performing cream. So I do like using it and the scents are really nice. Uh, sandalwood from art of shaving is my favorite. So, uh, I recommend using the art of shaving sandalwood cream to start off. You can get the little sampler from their website. Or if you find it, I think uh, Macy's has it. Some places do. I know there's no more boutiques of art. Well, there's actually one art boutique of art of shaving. It's located in Disney World. Uh, Disney Springs has one open. Uh, still fully operational. I've been into it. I went to it recently when I went to Disney. And it's the last, I think it's their last brick and mortar store that I was able to find. Or online or whatever. I think they're all, all the other ones are closed. So uh, it's great great recommendation for a wet shaving uh, New Year's resolution, so I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna incorporate that too, and use a few more creams in my in my rotation. So Fatip is came out has come out with a new dual comb razor, which is something that I thought the concept. You know, I, I found this on Badger and Blade. Believe it or not, some guys were talking about this new razor, and it comes it comes with a brass plated, I believe, and bre- and a metal plated, metallic plated. Uh, uh, metals, so that's what you can get in two kinds. And I thought they've always done this, but it seems like this is a relatively newer design or something new that they've come out with. It's called the El Abrido, which means uh, I believe it means dual function in, in Italian. And it's now it's again it's available in brass or like a metallic like zamic type plating. And you have they're they're advertising it as one is being really aggressive side and one being smoother. So the open comb being the aggressive, closed comb being a little bit smoother, more milder shave. Uh, it is available from several vendors, 
And I put a link in there in the show notes for a vendor that is uh, well known for us and that has it readily available. A good price point. I think they're around forty or fifty dollars. But then definitely getting some some hype online, saying that they enjoy the the aggressive part for the for the first pass and then going a little bit more milder in second. You know that's something that I've seen a lot of people doing when you shave with a dual comb razor. And I I have one dual comb razor. I'll be honest, I'm not too crazy about it because I'm thinking that if I'm going to go open comb, I'm going full open comb. And if I'm going, um, you know, closed bar or, or solid guard bar, I, I'm going to go you know, all the way on that. So something that I think is cool, it's a good concept. It might be better for people that have uh, heavier beards and want to go a little bit lighter on the second pass. Or uh, for people that have just something that they want, you know, something unique with the dual with the dual comb feature. I mean, it is a pretty cool feature. Now, one thing I will say about open comb razors, you know, a lot of guys do like open comb razors. To me, I think solid uh, guard bar razors, solid bar razors are a little bit more on the more, uh, I guess they're more forgiving. And to me, they're a little smoother in certain areas, depending on the blade gap. Because the open comb really is a design that was made for people with with a heavier beard and and facial hair, right? It was meant for a, a more of an aggressive shave. That's when when a, a Gillette came out, the open comb, the first razor, the double ring. That's what it was it was for. It was a more an aggressive razor. It still gives a great shave, but you you will have a little bit of a chance for the for those of you out there that are new of nicking yourself a little bit more with the with the open card. I'm um, excuse me with the um. The open comb razor design. So this gives you the best of both worlds, guys. If you're also looking at trying to straight a safety razor and you want to try an open comb with a solid guard bar, you want to have a, like a one a one razor collection. This is kind of the way to go. You know, this this won't break the bank. So I think that this is a good design. As for the you know the metal, I don't. I'm not too sure. I think at that price point, it's definitely coated. Maybe steel, maybe something else, but um, that, the, I don't know if that's 100% brass at that price either. I think it's just a coating on the on the on the metal, as it, it is advertised as a finish. So I'm not sure. But uh, Fatip has got a pretty a pretty decent re, uh, re, excuse me pretty decent reputation in the wet shaving world. They do make good stuff, all made in Italy, and they make quite a few razors, and they do a lot of special editions as well. All of them, most of them being under $100 US. So if you got if you got a little chance, you want to take a chance on this one, I'd say pretty safe bet that you're going to enjoy the shave on it because I think everything I've tried from them has been good with the exception of, all right, there are some quality issues with them there where they have some bent guards or, or it's not, or the, or the base plate's not 100% even. I haven't encountered that yet, but I haven't purchased like hundreds of these razors. I've had maybe like three and I had pretty good luck with all three of them so you, you know you kind of take a chance just remember if you take a look at it if you feel that's not a quality piece just return it and get another one because I, i'm pretty sure there these are mass produced so there might be issues here and there with that and at that price point you know you can't expect it to be like a you know like a cnc machine perfect stainless steel razor you know you're not going to get that at around 40 or 50 dollars so worth a shot try it out this is uh and they also they're advertising it as a hybrid head so it's like the hybrid head razor if you're going to look for it you search on google for it so wolfman razors uh as you guys know i am a fan of wolfman razors i believe that they are some of the better safety razors produced i think um 
you know, if you're lucky enough to try one, I've tried one several times in my life. I have, I actually have several still in my collection. I feel that they are really spot on quality wise. I think they're good razors. I really do enjoy them. Uh, the prices on them are getting higher. I think with you know with everything going up in price, I think you know you'll see probably another price increase on them. But all in all, if you do get a, a Wolfman razor, I haven't heard any quality issues. If you do, uh, they're usually really good at taking care of it. Uh, James, the guy that makes the razors, is a really nice guy and does does very good work. Very good machinist. Uh, so now they're offering different gaps in the WR2 design. The, if you know a little bit about razors or about Wolfman razors, uh, the WR2 was a second design. This is based off that that closed bar high gap uh, double cone, uh, du- excuse me, double edge razor uh, that was based off the BBS one, which was the first razor they produced in collaboration with the LA Shaving Soap Company, and that. A lot of people are very collectible. You know, it's, there's only a 420 of them made, and a lot of them, a lot of people really sought after those razors. Were going for up to upwards of some of them like three, four thousand dollars on the secondary market for a while. I think they've subsided now. They're around maybe around twelve to fifteen hundred. Uh, so that design was was launched at like a, a one millimeter gap, right? Uh, and now and now I guess they're looking at doing a 0.75 gap. And even lower if you want something even lower or higher. So if you're looking for something a little bit milder, they, uh, Wolfman is now offering smaller gaps on that razor. In addition, if you're looking at like a dual comb razor like we just talked about, like the Fatip razor with a hybrid head, uh, they also offer different gaps on each of those too. So you can get like a, uh, if you're getting a WR1 razor, you know, you can get, which is their their primary double-edge razor, the first design that they came out with. Uh, you're looking at, you can get something really aggressive and then really, really mild on the other side if you want you know if there's something that you're looking for and like a one-stop shop razor you know they offer that as well so i thought it was cool that they were going through with the smaller gaps and and trying something different with with to really appease everyone and getting a little bit more customized with the razor now i know a lot of people talk about wolfman and say they're a little bit overpriced overrated you know they are pretty expensive razors but when you do order one it's kind of like ordering a, if you have ever ordered something brand new, like a car brand new, you know you get to order. Not that I have, I don't know, but I've but I've read about it. You get to say, hey, I want this to interior, I want this, and then you're going to deliver it to me the way I want it, like building a car online. That's kind of how the Wolfman Razor goes. You you build, you know, you get your finish, your handle, your gap, you know, your aggressive level, your gap, and then you get, you know, if you want a stand or not, and then it gets sent to you. So you kind of order what you want. Every time you order, you know, you get the gap that you want, you get the aggressive level, you get the handle that you want. If you want a hollow handle, you can get that. If you want something longer, you can get that. So, I mean, basically it's all your preference. So it's a, it's, it's almost a semi, if not fully customized razor when you get it. So that's why I think it was pretty cool to to mention on the podcast this week that they're offering a little bit more customized, uh, more customization on their, on the razor. So it really makes a, a unique experience. So I'll be looking to see if anybody tries those smaller gaps and enjoys uh, uh, something new from Wolfman. So here's something that I was really, well, I kind of had to research it a little bit more and take and look at some pictures. But Goodfellas Smile Safety Razor just came out, and Goodfellas is a company based, I believe, out of Italy. Uh, this is another razor, 100% made in Italy. It is uh, made of 303 stainless steel. And has a really unique handle, and is only available uh, for pre-order. So they've done; they made a little bit of a feature. 
to help prevent scratching on the base plate by having the handle have an autom- like a inserted nylon washer inside of the handle. So when you tighten it up, it won't scratch the base plate. Now, I have yet to see this on a razor of this quality. I've never even seen it on a razor, period. I do know people that use nylon washers. I've used nylon washers on my razors before to prevent... Uh, any scratching on the base plate, especially my nicer ones, but I, I prefer the rubber ones myself. I think the rubber ones are a little because they can you can kind of like get a better seal out of it, and it won't uh, affect the aggressive level of the razor. But this is really cool because this is flush in the handle, and then they also said that they can be replaced and pulled out and then tapped back in if you have to get a new one. So I thought this was really cool. It just shows a little bit out of sight of the of the handle to the base plate, so it's like a maybe like a, a minuscule amount, not even a millimeter sticking out. So it won't affect the shave. It won't affect the aggression level of the razor by not tightening it up enough. So you won't get any um, blade chatter or anything like that. But this concept really interested me. And I thought this was finally something new that we haven't seen in a while. So it's a new concept and excited to see how this razor comes out. Uh, they said they're going to be shipping their first ones out at the end of this month. And the pre-order is still live. So if you wanted to order one, they are ordered uh, you have to pre-order it, so they're made to order uh, from Italy. So uh, there is one problem with this, though. I thought it was really awesome. I, I thought the razor and everything was was a great concept, but the shipping was incredibly high for the United States because it's coming from the Italy. I saw it. I put it in there myself, and the shipping was about forty bucks, forty dollars US. So the razor itself was about. I think everything all in all is going to be a little bit over a hundred with the shipping, but it was the shipping. I mean, a hundred and something dollars was shipping. The $40 is more than 60% of what the razor costs. So it is something that to think about. So for me, you know, that's definitely some feedback to that company, you know, at that kind of a price, you guys got to you know, do something on the shipping, you know, shipping for us in the United States is really high. 40, but $40 is a lot to ship a little safety razor. Uh, it's not coming that far. So that's something that, you know, the, of course you're going to deal with, with the, uh, the artisans and stuff like that. But for this concept, if you're interested, uh, this is definitely something to look at, uh, for a new concept razor. I think it'll be a nice shave. And if not, just wait for it. Hopefully they'll have a vendor in the United States that might have it. If you're, if you're in the United States and Canada, or if you're in Europe, go for it, you know, get it. You know, hopefully with the VAP, it won't be too much extra. So you'll be able to really enjoy it. Looking forward to the reviews on this when they come out and probably see them end of January, early February 2023. And finally, guys, something I have I own, I've used, but I haven't discussed in probably years. I mean, honestly, the, uh, mixed hair shaving brushes. Yes, it's a thing. And shaving, these are basically brush knots combined with badger and boar hair. Uh, they've been around for some time, and but they rarely get the spotlight as a lot of people don't use them. They're, they are limited, but there are several places that do sell brushes with this in there. I have one from Italy that I got uh, some years ago, probably about eight years ago. If you're really looking for a brush with a lot of backbone and a lot of scritchiness to it, this is really where it goes. You you get the the combined you know the combined strengths of both. You get the badger hair, or the absorption of the badger hair, and and uh, you also get the scritchiness of a of a bore together. So you kind of get a little bit of a balanced shaving uh, knot when you do this, and it gives you more of an aggressive kind of brush feel, and it really makes a strong lather if you're using a hard soap and some hot water. I mean, it really does 
do very well. It doesn't have much flex in it, so you're not going to get like a a lot of um, you know a lot of play with the brush. It's very stiff, especially if you set the knot a little bit lower into the brush. You know, like most people like. Uh, uh, but also, but also, it's it's uh, longevity. Like I've been beating this brush up for a couple years, and I haven't lost like one hair on it yet. So I mean, it is a strong knot. Mine I have is on uh, my pen array custom brush that I had made a few years ago and it's a 24 millimeter and I haven't I mean I just used it the other day when I brought me up to bring this up on the podcast and I was like man this thing really works well and I I think I don't think they get the attention they should so there are several vendors that do sell them Uh, you can buy the knot itself there are a few vendors out there that sell brushes with this made or you can get it put into a brush if you want so let me know your thoughts if you have any thoughts on these and your experiences with it because I personally was impressed with it. I do like it. I'm a huge badger hair brush. I love that badger brushes, right? Different grades and stuff. I'm more into the, um, like the silver tip, uh, stuff badgers. I like the softer brushes with a bigger, like bigger knot, but also, you know, this one really gave me a good lather. It was a little bit more aggressive and really good for exfoliating the face. So one thing though, when you first get these, they smell terrible. Like this is probably the worst smelling brush I've ever had when I first got it but you we all know that after a few shaves that 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 smell goes away so tell me your experience and I'll definitely feature it on the show if you have or if you have a recommendation on one of these knots and you really enjoy using it because I actually was um impressed so part of my new year's resolution is try new things and one I just had sitting in my in my uh, shave den so I got to try it and that's uh, another one of them checked off right on the new on the wet shaving resolutions all right guys well that concludes the show for this week. Uh, first off, our show is powered by Sharpologist.com, which your father didn't teach you about shaving. And we'll be coming back on the 30th. So this is a three-show month. We'll be back on the 30th uh, and hopefully be a little bit better on the timing. I do apologize. I'm, I'm a little late here and there. Um, it's just been a lot of things coming up and just trying to keep in really recording the podcast i do a lot of this very early in the morning or very late at night when everybody's sleeping in my house just because there's so much noise around here and you'll hear you know screaming or you know something going on tv something like that so i like to do it nice and quiet and be able to focus so apologize on that working on getting it back on mondays and or having it you know a regular monday show so guys until then shave straight and shave safe bye bye now